Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. This is a special edition of Media Night Radio. Today, we are going to be speaking with Patrick Muldoon from the daytime drama Days of Our Lives. Uh, he is back. Uh, on Days of Our Lives, um, as the character he originated back in the 90s, Austin Reed. We will be discussing what it is like being back after all these years and working with the original cast, as well as his film and primetime career uh, that he has been involved in uh, for the past 20-some-odd years. Patrick is also... It hasn't been that long? Yes. <laughs> Actually, yes. It has been that long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Patrick is also musically inclined and has been playing with the band called The Sleeping Masses. We will also find out what pro- projects Patrick is working on. Well, let's welcome Patrick Muldoon after he already is here. Hi, Patrick. Hi, Deb. How are you? That was a wonderful introduction, by the way. Thank you so much. Thank you. With such pizzazz and flair, and that's why you're a great interviewer. We had such a good time last time, didn't we? Yes, we sure did. That interview interview went on for an hour and a half, and it was was like, (laughs) you couldn't repeat that one. That one was really bizarre and funny, wasn't it? It was. It was unique. I don't think anybody has ever had something like that before. We both were were on our A game, and we went off. We went off. Right, Deb? Absolutely. So this interview is going to have to be just as good. All right, so both of us have to be really funny now. Ready? Okay, ready. Um, Okay, you start. (laughs) Okay, I'll start, Patrick. Okay. Um, so how does it feel being back on days after all this time? It is. It's just been, uh, you know, to say it's just fun is kind of to minimize it. It's just been a blessing. And, um, and working with everybody that, that, you know, people that I really do uh, love, you know, and and some are such close friends off the off the set, and uh, it's just a great place to go to work every day. And you know, it's uh, I, I you know I saw Brian DeTillo, by the way, um, was the day before yesterday. You know, down in our dressing room hallway, and it, it was his first day back. You know. And uh, we both looked at each other, and and he goes, man, this is weird, because uh, he'd been gone for two years. And uh, and I said, you think it's weird for you? How weird do you think it was for me after 15 years? So, so it's just like you know, it, it's like going to a high school reunion uh, every day, but it's it's all people that you have great affection for, and. Um, and so, you know, it's it's just a blast. But it's a, the whole job's been a blessing. And uh, what, you know, 
there, since you have been away uh, for for many years, what are some of the changes you've noticed since you you've been back in the genre of daytime? I mean, what what are you being hit with the most that you notice the most that is so different? Uh, the process of how we tape is, uh, it's no secret that that's a lot different. Um, you know, we really have to come in there and, and stick and move, you know. So um, the last time, the good part about that is is our hours are not so long, but the tough part of, of it is is that it's kind of, you know, it's not live theater, but it's kind of like live theater in, in that, uh, um you know, we have to we have to kind of do this stuff, you know, pretty much in a in a take or two. So you really have to show up on your A game. But the good part about that is 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 like a theater situation or a theater company situation. It makes a real cohesiveness with all of us. You know, if if you have scenes with a certain character, you know, a lot of pages, you'll be on the phone with that actor or actress the night before. We're all really good with that. Everybody's really making an effort uh, to make every scene count. And I think that it shows, you know, in all the performances, all the way around, you know, everybody's kind of cooking with gas. It's, it's an exciting time to be there. Absolutely. Uh, I know that Chandler Massey is, is uh, really knocking it out of the ballpark right now. Unreal. Uh, yeah, Unreal. It, uh, yeah. Really I mean, uh, great. Yeah, you know, uh, I think that there was an air show in the past couple of days where he shows up and he's got his – kind of kind of gives it to Sammy a bit in front of all of us, you know, and, you know, mm-hmm. says just watching him. I was kind of in the background of that scene, but just watching his performance is just blown away. Right. You know, he's so con- conflicted and angry and uh, uh, loving, and, but everything is connected on a very deep level in his performance. So all of us are, you know, like go for it, Chandler. <laughs> you know, he's really kicking ass. Absolutely. Well, I have to say that when uh, there was a there was an air show uh, back, uh, I think before Thanksgiving, where you had you Patrick had a scene with Deidre, and you were just trying to explain. And before John went to prison, yeah, that was so touching. And oh, well. Thank you, but but that's really the uh, the challenge of uh, that's in the first this first go round since I've been back. You know, it's really been the challenge um, to communicate because he's got to do such a tough thing and go um, on the um, you know to oppose his his wife's father. So you know, any opportunity that uh, Austin has a chance to communicate how much it costs him, I'm always trying to squeeze it in there because it's it uh, it's great writing. Daryl and uh, Marlene are, you know, just amazing writers. And it's, it, 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 having said that, that when you, when you are writing, when you're acting something that, that, <laughs> that it affects you when you're not there, you know, when I'm going over the material, I'm like, wow, what a challenge it is to have a character have to pay a price for doing things that he has to do. And, and so whenever I could squeeze what it costs Austin to go against John into the performance, I, I tried to do that. But 
Um, so that, but that was kind of the first, you know, first couple months of, of being back. But it was uh, intense stuff. Intense stuff, but, you know, luckily I got to go through it with Drake and Christy and everybody who were just on, you know? Absolutely. Well, I, I have to say that, that uh, I know that what they were trying to have Austin, you know, kind of portray is, is kind of being like this, I guess, you know, hard-ass, but you have brought this vulnerability to Austin where you can see that it's that it is tearing him up inside to have to do this, but this is his job. He didn't choose this. He didn't yeah. choose that, that this was, you know. So you have gotten across in your acting choices, Patrick, where you can see the vulnerability and you aren't being, I mean, I don't see him as a, you know, whole at all. I see him struggling with his job, with his place, with, you know, with the fact that he loves his wife and he doesn't like going against her and he loves John and he loves Marlena, but yet he has this this situation to do. You know, there is no 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 way around it. And uh, you come across very well. No. Oh. Thank you much, Deb. Thank you much. It's fun stuff. Fun stuff to get your teeth into. Absolutely. And uh, now, now Austin uh, is, you know, uh, what is going on with Austin now? So now on the on the air shows now, because I know you guys are probably like what three months ahead at the moment. Mm-hmm. You guys are like three months ahead. Okay. On the air shows now, we've got uh, Austin spending, you know, quite a bit of time with um, Abigail. And uh, so there's a different situation going on there. What What is that like for your character? How How has that changed things for you where before when you came on, you you know you are Carrie's husband and that isn't changing but now you've got this young uh woman who you kind of found you know kind of a kinship with yeah i mean it's really going to be shocking for the fans when they realize that all of this is leading to my romance with marlena and um you know it's going to be Oh my God! Did I just let that out? Did I say that out loud? That was good. That was good, Patrick. Don't no, act uh, You, you get it. You can say Austin will have been with Hope and Marlena, and and no. Um, <laughs> no, you know, it's great, and I'm so happy for it. First of all, Kate Mancy is wonderful to work with, but it works. Uh, like I, you know, I keep throwing it back to the writers because that is that's it. They know the the character is kind of inner clocks, and um, she uh, has kind of been ostracized a bit from um, uh, with, from Chad, right? Right, right. And you know, went through that whole thing at Halloween. So you know, and and not getting along with her mother and everything. So the that's yeah. not me. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. 
so uh, her character is very lonely, you know, very ostracized and uh, really has nobody to connect with. And um, the same thing with Austin. You know, he's kind of been, you know, for good reason, kind of, uh, uh, you know, Carrie's not exactly that happy with him. Um, And the only person he really has is his mother. Um, And, but, wow, all of a sudden there's this young girl who's a friend of his, you know, that he's known since she was a child, and she looks at him and gives him value. You know, and I think that's the the connection between the two of them. You know, he really appreciates her, and she really appreciates him. Um, and I think that, you know, I I think that she probably sees that value in other terms than he does. But yeah. um, you know, uh, intimacy is intimacy. So so they they connect, and it's it's nice to have light scenes where you just have both characters that just kind of enjoy being with each other. And, and you know, it, I think what the air shows right now, is that's just where it is. You see two characters who are lonely, but they're really happy to be together because they uh, it, it's kind of a, they're a breath of fresh air for each other because what's going on in their personal lives is pretty horrible, <laughs> you know? Right. So, um, so it's uh, – um, it's 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 a really cool thing that I didn't see coming, and maybe the fans didn't see coming, but right. but that's what I mean. I'm really really thankful for this kind of. Uh, it's not typical. It's you know what I mean. You wouldn't have seen this coming. So um, because uh, that's just it. I'm I'm rambling, but both, but that's where it is. You know, Kate and I talked no, about I, it I, before I went into these things. You know, Kate and I both talked about. It. Hey, they're really ostracized. They're loners. And when they get together, they they both feel appreciated. So, um, so that's where we're at. Wonderful. And and the the interesting thing about uh, this whole thing with days is when we did our interview back in February or March this year, you we had talked about you going back to days, and and people wondered, you know, you know, I asked you, would you would you go back? And you said that you would want to be with the original cast. And you got your wish because Christy came back with you and now Lisa's on and Brian's come back now. So I almost feel like we um, foreshadowed it, kind of. We manifested. We manifested it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, like I say, it's it's just uh, a blast. It's like your family outside of your family, and they're all coming back. So I'm really curious to see what's going to happen here in the in the new year. So um, yes. but every, everybody's back, and it's like 1995 again. Get down. Oh, it's it's and it's wonderful. The reboot has been. I have to say, it's it's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well. We'll keep uh, plugging along, but um, absolutely couldn't be happy. Uh, the story kicks ass, so I'm I'm happy with that. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, okay, so you you Patrick have worked in every media genre: film, TV, prime time, daytime, print media. Um, what genre do you like the most, and why? Um, 
They all they all have their things that you that are challenging about them that are different. Um, my favorite thing about daytime is that uh, it doesn't end after eight weeks. That um, it's a collective process. You know, I'm like a real collaborative person. Like I love that everybody contributes, and there's kind of this whole machine of people, you know, there's a relationship, you know, the writer's going to write to what they see, and, uh, uh, you know, there's this kind of communication that goes on, and so there's kind of this creative thing that's happening, and, and I, I just, you know, I, like I said, I mean, the, the Austin Reeves character I've played for the longest in my career, everything else after him has been, you know, a TV show for a year, or, um, you know, a movie for two, three months, you know, but but I played him the longest. So it's been interesting getting back into his shoes as an adult. Um, and I just really dig that it's kind of ongoing. And uh, I really love the theater camaraderie aspect of daytime, you know, that we all kind of show up as a family and, and, and uh, all of us have one goal, which is to make our show as good as, as good as it can be and as successful as it can be. So uh, that camaraderie aspect of daytime probably makes it my favorite genre. Okay, so you, you so you're saying that that you, your your favorite genre is is daytime because of the com- camaraderie aspect. Yeah, it's like a theater company that 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 is ongoing. Got it. You know, so uh, that familial aspect of it. Uh, I really love. Okay. Yeah, I, I that's that's interesting because you talk to a lot of daytime actors, and anybody who's been in daytime will definitely say that they love daytime because of the people that they work with and the the feeling on on the set, which is different than any anywhere else. And so yeah, that is it. Like yeah, behind. and it stays it stays with you. You know, it stays with you, uh, that experience. And it's also the fans, because the fans, you have a huge fan base. And and, uh, when you're not on the set, you know, like I say, you know, when I was gone for 15 years, constantly, constantly reminded, hey, um, Austin, you know, uh, even after all all those years. So it's, it's, when I say collaborative, it's also fans, too. So, so that's really that's really a unique thing that you don't get in the other genres. Yes, I I, I have to agree with you. And and daytime fans are very loyal. Mhm. Yeah. Very. So, like Christy and I always say. I mean, we're back because of them. So, thank you much, uh, Dave fans. Oh, that's sweet. Okay. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit. Um, the Sleeping Masses is your band. Mm-hmm. Yes. What can we expect with them next year? Um, the Sleeping Masses, this, uh, the Sleeping Masses pretty much, I mean, it was like a band between four guys. Uh, my partner in the band is a guy named Neil Ives, uh, who's, uh, from London. We met six years ago. We have two records. 
uh, under the band name The Sleeping Masses that if people want to check out on iTunes, they can. Or uh, Basically what, it's, what it is is Neil and I are songwriters. Um, so we've written a lot of songs that have been placed in different TV shows. And, um, you know, you can check out our video uh, the woman is the for the woman is the way, which is was in the Jessica Biel movie Powder Blue. Right. And basically, what it is is Neil and I are songwriters. And uh, the past year, uh, we were kind of on a hiatus because we had a big Spinal Tap breakup, which was awesome. <laughs> you ever seen Spinal Tap, Deb? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, was, it, yes. Was, it wasn't anything different than that. It was really awesome. But but we're best buddies. We're back. We're writing again. I'm also doing a solo project, and I'm going to be going. We work three weeks on and one week off. So on my weeks off, uh, after the first, I'm going to be going down to Nashville and um, spend a lot of time in Nashville <clears throat> and cutting a solo record. And so, you know, so that's not country. Don't worry, Deb. I'm not going to be wearing a 10-gallon hat. Um, but, uh, yeah. So that's what I'll be. I'll be for the first part of the year. I'll be cutting a solo record, and then we'll do a Sleeping Masses record after that. Oh, so so you you don't have enough to do with just days. You you've got to have a musical career too. So yeah, uh, let me tell you this 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 you know I've been there what six months now or something like that. So right. I really put the brakes. I there's kind of a reacclimation period to daytime, and especially learning the new ropes. So. Uh, I put the music on the side, but now I got my feet underneath me, and uh, so so I can handle it. I don't know if I would have been able to handle going to Nashville every third week <laughs> for six months. It's a little crazy, but um, but now everything's cool. So that so that'll happen the first part of the year. Wonderful. Oh, so everybody has that to look forward to—a solo album from Patrick Muldoon. You heard it here first. That's right, darling. That's right, darling. <laughs> Has there been an actor or actress who made such an impact on you that it changed you personally as well as professionally? An actress? An actor or actress? That I worked with? Mm hmm. Well, they all affect you. Uh, but have, you know, wow, what a question. Um,. Let me put it this way. I think that you get things. I always look at what, whatever whatever's put in front of you, whether you're going to do a movie or you're going to do a television show, daytime, whatever thematically is in the material are things that you have to look at in your personal life. I kind of look on it, I look at it a little bit on a spiritual tip. So, so always the parts affect me personally because they are – they are, you know, it's, it, it, you know, uh, since I've been back, you know, what does family mean to you? Because I've had to deal with that, you know. So I also look at that in my personal life because you have to look at your personal life in order to play it. What is right. the, right. what does commitment mean to you? What does marriage mean to you? What does uh, uh, love mean to you? Um, how much are you willing to sacrifice it for? All those issues I've had to deal with in going into play Austin this time. And so I've had, obviously, before you can play that, you have to ask yourself that from your personal life. So, you know, now, having having said that, you said actors are actresses. So, uh, you know, in this story, in this journey, it's, it's all 
been about Christy Clark, pretty much. You know, so um, both of us work on those things. And so, you know, and like I said, we're best buddies, really good friends, and it's I couldn't pick anyone else I'd rather go on that journey with. So, you know, Christy's my girl, my, my home girl, and, yeah, of course, she's known each other forever. So, um, yeah, Christy's pretty much the cornerstone to to this story. So she affected me, yeah. Yeah, okay. And you, Deb, and you. And after this interview, I'll never be the same. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick, yeah. Patrick, what am I going to say yeah. to you? <laughs> I'll never be the same. Oh, neither will I. Neither will I. Our, our interviews are always, you know, out of the out of the norm. That's for sure. Out of the norm. You're asking what? me heavy questions. Hopefully, I'm not like mumbling. I feel like I'm. By the way, I'm giving this interview from my car, so I'm sitting here. <laughs> I'm sitting that. here. You're handing me these heavy questions, Deb. I didn't expect it. So I apologize to anyone who's listening if I feel like I'm mumbling, but I have to think. Think out loud. No, you're, you're not. No, you're not. You're well, wonderful. Uh, I'm making you think this time, Patrick, and I, I know. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what would be your dream life if you could design it for yourself? What would be oh, your are dream Are you really going to ask me that? <laughs> you know, um, professionally, you want to be fulfilled in the different areas of your life. So what's my dream life? To feel, mm-hmm. you want to feel you're making a contribution in however many hours you have on a spiritual level, you know, relationship. I'd like to lock that down at some juncture. <laughs> and uh, creatively, if you're an artist. You know, right. for me, that's acting and music. So um, the best thing is uh, it's dream life that you can contribute something um, with it, with the, with your chosen profession, which is, for me, acting and music, uh, you want to find your partner in life, um, and, uh, you know, that all kind of culminates spiritually. Geez, this is a heavy interview. So, if I can get those three circles fulfilled, that would be my dream life. And by the way, once you get to one level, you got to go to the next. So, yes. it's all lessons and... And uh, but if I can get those three circles fulfilled, that's kind of your dream life, right? Right, absolutely. No, but I mean, I mean, would you want uh, like if you had a dream life, would you would you be a singer and only a singer and a, a rock star, or would you be an actor that was like a Leonardo DiCaprio, where you're just doing major major films and and doing like amazing Academy Award winning everything or would it be a situation where you would want a wife and kids? Mm. Well, I'm 43. <laughs> so you join the crowd. Choice, yeah. Oh, yeah? So, join the crowd, babe. Uh, right on, Deb. So, <laughs> you, you know, you kind of make your choices in life. And I, I guess in me, I've had to square the professional uh, check mark off first. You know, um, right. 
I've had wonderful relationships, but nothing that ended up in marriage. So, um, uh, dream life. Acting and music's not a choice. I have to do them both. So you want to do them on, 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 you know, the highest level you can, which is do the best job you can. And you also want to be visible. So it's, it's no fun, not so much fun for me to make records and give them to my aunts and uncles. You want it to be out there in the world and hopefully right. connect with your audience. You know, it's an exchange between you and your audience, both, both right. the acting and the music stuff. So as long as you, you have something to say, something to give, do your best, you know, but, but both those things, have to operate for me. If I wanted to just, just you know, there's periods in my life where I just have acted, but still I would go home and I'd still have to write music, you know? And that's, um, see, that's very interesting, Patrick, because what you just said to me in the interview, you said, I have to do both. Now, yeah. you don't have to, but for you, that is a necessity for you to do acting and music. Yeah, it's not, it's just how, you know, I don't know. It's just how I'm built. I have to do both. So, because um, I love both of them. So, I, I don't know if I could ever choose. But if down the road something chooses for me, then you have to, you know, kind of have faith that that's your road. But, you know, for me, I, I love them both equally. And it's kind of the same process songwriting and acting. It's like I said earlier in the interview you go to your life, you have to look at something, you know. Um, and then you have to investigate it for yourself, contribute it, and, and hopefully the audience picks picks up on it, or maybe they're affected by it, or maybe it forces somebody else to think and look at those issues. You know, you try to represent those issues because, by the way, we're all going through the same issues. That's why people right. go to any art form. It's, it's kind of like, hey, we're all here on this journey, uh, and we all need help, and that's what the arts do. They kind of reflect back to us. Hey, you're not alone. <laughs> and if somebody could spell it out for you when you're affected by watching a movie or, or listening to a song, uh, it helps. Right. Right. No, it's just interesting. Interview, I don't know, Deb. We're going to have to take a time out. I'm exhausted. Last interview was like, it felt like we were both drunk afterwards. And this one is like really heavy. <laughs> I'm sorry, darling. philosophical. Wow, Deb. Right, you never knew I was like <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> I uh I got I I had more interviews and I got more knowledge and then you get the you get the uh the advantage of all of that new knowledge I have and now he's having to answer, you know, all the listeners are thinking, "Oh my god, he's, you know, wow." <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, so uh, what is next for Patrick? Besides the solo album at the beginning of the year and then Sleeping Masses and Days of Our Lives, anything else you're working on? That's not enough. <laughs> um, no, I'm um, working on right now and have been for the past couple of months uh, on a producerial tip, producer tip. Uh, the Linda Lovelace story. Oh, yeah. And starring Amanda Seyfried and Peter Sarsgaard and Sharon Stone, uh, James Franco. Um, so 
my other side gig is is producing. I'm a producer at a place called Eclectic Pictures. Yes. Which is uh, a subsidiary of Millennium and New Image. You know, um, but the New Image did the Expendables last year. But anyway, so this is uh, it's an important story because it's obviously she was the biggest porn star in the world, but. Right. Uh, but the message of the movie is how abusive that industry is to women and how abusive it is to anybody, you know, so, uh, who's involved in that. It's, and she, it's a, it's a tragic, tragic story um, written really, you know, really well. And um, what can I say? It's an important message, you know, just, just that is... That industry is just horrific uh, to women. And so you, you'll see in this movie, uh, we start shooting in January, um, you know, and it'll be out a year from then, so next January. So that's okay. that's what else is going on in the on the side. Wow. And, and you're going to yeah. go to Nashville in January, too, and, and film and, and be on film for this, too. I'll go to Nashville the third week on our hiatus week. And uh, while I'm down there, I'll hit the, uh, um, you know, I'll go down there maybe with uh, either with Kate or Christy. I don't know who's going to go with me. And we'll, we'll, we'll uh, you know, do some talk shows for the NBC affiliate down there. So, um, and we'll have some, some day fans things down there too, the third week of January, but I'll, I'll get more specific and I'll, and I'll let you know and then we'll announce it. But yeah, I'm excited to go to Nashville. Nashville is, it's supposedly like heaven for any musician down there. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so, so I'm excited for that. Absolutely. Well, thank you for everything. Um, and and uh, I believe this month, also on the Hallmark or on uh, Lifetime, is a boyfriend for Christmas. Your movie, a boy- Yeah, boyfriend for Christmas. Check it out. Yeah, Lifetime. Um, I've been getting some some nice tweets from people who've been checking it out. It's it's you know it's Charles Durning. I got to work with Charles Durning who plays Santa Claus. Yes. <laughs> who was who was fantastic. And um, it's just a it's you know very warm Christmas movie and and uh, it's cool. Check it out. Check it Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Well, it, it was it was on just the other night, and I saw it. And, did and you watch I, it, Deb? I did, of course. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure, because otherwise this interview is over. <laughs> see, you see, see how he is, people. He he, you know, he will punish you if he doesn't yeah. like what you're saying. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> oh yes, of course. Um, thanks again, Patrick, for spending this time with us. Uh, uh, catch uh, Patrick on Days of Our Lives as Austin Reed, uh, Monday through Friday on uh, NBC. And thanks again. Uh, this will conclude our broadcast today. Uh, thanks again, Patrick, and uh, have a good day, people. Okay. Thank you, Deb. <laughs>